Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Leaders Credit Union Studios. Let Leaders Credit Union champion your financial story at leaderscu.com slash ESPN. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Drew Hill is the Grizzlies beat writer for the Daily Memphian. He is kind enough to join us every Thursday. He does so now. Drew, it's getting tough. Obviously, uh, Grizzlies go down last night, and, and we can talk all about you know performances or lack thereof. But I know certainly the the news that everybody's you know looking and waiting for is 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 for you know John Morant's return, obviously, and and it's tomorrow. If 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 I'm correct, Drew, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that will get that first pub those first public comments from Ja Morant what kind of Ja Morant are you expecting us uh to sort of hear tomorrow when this all happens yeah to be honest it's hard to predict exactly what he is going to be like um I would expect that you're gonna have him here that he's excited to play um he's excited to be back out there with his teammates I think that's a given um I wrote a little bit uh, over the weekend about Ja uh, and about his stops in at Mumford High School. I spoke to a few people uh, who are part of that Team Morant group, uh, and they seem to have very positive things to say about where his mindset is right now, that he is has a bit of a renewed energy to him, that he understands that he made a mistake, that this has forced him to mature and, and grow up, um, and I think all of that is positive now. I mean, this, this is you, you want to be careful, right? Like you, we won't know until we see it because this is our we've already gone through this um, one time. So, you know, everybody, the hope for everybody still remains that Ja is in the best uh, mindset and health that he can be in and that he's going to come back and be on the court for the Grizzlies and stay on the court for the Grizzlies and that all of this will be a thing of the past. And so I think you're going to hear him say that that's the plan um, and that he's very excited to be back out there. I don't know what the response will be when asked about whatever changes he's made, which I'm sure he'll be asked about. I don't know what the response will be um, when people ask him what it's been like to watch his team and sit on the sideline. I'd imagine he would admit that, that, that it's been really tough. Um, so I'm I'm really interested to see what kind of job we're going to get tomorrow. I don't I don't think I can pinpoint it for certain. Why do you think there's been you know such a 
I mean, I assume I don't have the metrics, but I assume it, at the Daily Memphian, for example, that those stories are just going crazy, you know, on Ja. Like, why do you why do you think? That, I mean, this is really just a. I mean, this is a, a financial matter between, you know, this guy and John Morant. There's nothing criminal about it yet. It just, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're covering it and people are reading it and we're, and we're covering it because people are reading it. You know, why do you think there is such a, you know, an, a, a, why is this getting so much attention? Is it just because of the spectacle of John being on a stand? Like, what's going on here? Well, I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. Um First of all, just to get to your point, like there there will not be anything criminal uh, in this case. Like we're pa- we're past that, so you know that that's this is all about money at this point. That's essentially all it's about. Um, and why is it getting so much attention? Well, one, I mean, Ja is the most famous person in this in West Tennessee and in the Mid South region as a whole. Like by far, he's the most famous person. There's really not anybody close. Um, so, of course, it's going to gather a lot of attention. There's mystery there because, you know, we haven't heard from him in so long, and we've heard about all these sort of different things that have popped up with him, that you know, about his personal life. Um, there's been a lot of negativity around him. So everybody kind of wants to know how he's doing. They want him to be doing well. If you're a Grizzlies fan, you, you hope for that. Um, and so I think – when he did take the stand and he did talk publicly, everybody was kind of wanting to know what his demeanor was going to be like. Um, and I'm going to be honest, like, you know, part of it too is just how ridiculous <laughs> this has been. Like to sit there for three and a half hours on Monday and have them explain the rules of pickup basketball and do check balls with attorneys on either side and talk about, do you play by ones or by twos and winners stay on and the losers have to get a new group and play against the winners. And it's all very standard pickup basketball stuff. If you've played pickup basketball ever in your life, you, you know, these rules. Um, and it just, you know, and, and if you've played pickup basketball in your life, you've probably seen a little bit of a skirmish, on a check ball, especially if you play competitively and everybody has testified that the games were very competitive. Um, and so now it just, it really gets into the weeds of like, how did Joshua Holloway throw the ball at Jaws face? Um, was it a baseball pass? Was it a chess pass? Was Jaw looking for the ball? Was he ready for it? Um, did he just miss the ball? Like all of these are questions that everybody's trying to answer and it it just seems outrageous, right? Like this, this it just seems completely outrageous. And I think Jeff did a good job of capturing it in his column um, on Monday. And so, you know, without getting into the details of the case, which we can if you want to, but like I, I think part of the reason there's so much attention on it is just because it seems so preposterous that you know there's somebody presumably suing for hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars over a tussle that started when uh, a high school basketball player threw a ball at John Morant's face, uh, or threw a ball and it hit John Morant in his face, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I, and, and I'm, I'm right with you guys on in terms of how, how, how crazy this has gotten. I, I guess I'm, I'm just more concerned with Drew has this, the 25-game suspension that we know obviously stemmed from something completely different, what he did on social media, coupled with the injuries coupled with, I mean, tripled with, whatever you want to do it, grouped with 
you know, uh, some misses there clearly on the wing. Has this cost them a season? H- have you ha- have they dug themselves too big a hole here, Drew? Because I, I, I'll be honest with you, I was feeling still optimistic about it here a week or two. But if you look at the analytics and you look at now who they've got to pass, I just I know Ja's going to say tomorrow, yeah, man, we're going to make a push. We're going to try to get in this play. And I just I'm interested in, in what you think of how big the task will be to get caught up and grab one of those play in spots. Oh, it's a it's a big task. I mean, it is mathematically probably unlikely, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, yep. And so, yeah, it's going to be a real challenge. I don't think it's out of the picture, though. Um, you never know what's going to happen during an NBA season. Like, injuries almost every single season derail certain teams. Um, mm-hmm. And the season's still relatively young. So you don't really – you don't know what's going to happen to the people around you or even to the Grizzlies. I mean, let's be honest, the Grizzlies are, are one injury away from this this going bye-bye this entire season. The thought of having a successful season is completely gone. Yep. Um, so, you know, it is definitely a delicate balance here. It's going to take almost a perfect storm to move up and have this season sort of play out the way that maybe you hoped it could have played out uh, when they were, I don't know, when they had won only three games to start the season um, because, you know, immediately it, it felt like they weren't going to be a potential top two seed in the West. So if you want just the, the conservative guess or that we were guessing maybe a week or two into the season, I think that's still a possibility. Um, but it's going to take a little bit of a perfect storm to get there. I do think that adding John, adding these guys back is definitely going to make them a better team. The question is, how many times can they string off eight out of nine, nine out of ten? Like they're going to have to do that several times in order to to get themselves back in this, and they're going to definitely have to beat the teams that are ahead of them in the standings. And so that's why, you know, it kind of stinks that you've lost two to the Rockets already, and you're going to come home. And who knows if Bain will be feeling better by then, or if he'll be available. Like we don't we don't really have clear answer to that. So, you know. If you go, if you drop three to the Rockets, you're really not helping your case whatsoever. Right. So uh, it is. It's getting more daunting uh, by the game. You just got to hope the moment that Jow steps back on the court, it all sort of turns in the right direction. And we don't know if that'll happen or not. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and, and I, I realize a, a lot of the judgment will be reserved for after Jaw's back, and then you can get a better look at when guys are in their spots. You know, you get a better judgment of what you need and everything else. But but I, I have to ask you. How notable is it, you know, right now and for his future with the Grizzlies that that Santi and albeit again not hold and you're asked to to step up in some spots hasn't really done that, or at least to the point that taking advantage of this this opportunity in the way that we sort of you know to the the, the skill level that we see um, in a way that's sort of commensurate with his talent. Um, I you know I is think it just a bad stretch? Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, I do think it's a bit of a bad stretch. Um, I think he's done enough to prove he can be a rotation player for the Grizzlies moving forward, but he is being asked to do too much right now. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just single him out. I would single out the entire roster around Bain and Jackson so far. Uh, it's been incredibly disappointing. The number one thing is is shot-making. This team just can't make shots, and they drafted players that they thought were going to be shooters, and none of those guys have worked out. And you're just severely lacking an offensive punch. I saw I, – I wish I could credit who it was, um, but I saw 
uh, I saw the Stephen Adams stats account tweeted out uh, an expected field goal percentage for teammates uh, outside of the top scorer on the team and uh, for the top 16 scores in the league. And Desmond Bain's the 16th uh, best scorer in the league so far this year on average. And he has by far the least amount of help of all of those top uh, 16 players because the Grizzlies expected field goal percentage is like negative 5.9% or something like that. Um, so essentially it has been Bain, Jackson, and nothing uh, yep. behind them. And that is the that has been the problem this season. And it's a problem going forward because if you want to remake a roster, you have to have pieces that are tradable and pieces that people may want and right now, I, I just it's going to be hard to remake this roster this season. It's going to be an extreme challenge. You just need some of these guys to step up and play better. Santi's one of them. I'm not giving up on Santi, though. I'm not either. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, with Jaron, like, I just wonder, um, you know, I know it obviously wasn't enough, but, you know, is this a function or a symptom of just, you know, personnel, or, or do you think potentially, like, a happy accident of all of this is that maybe he's developing a little bit more confidence, you know, as a score. I know it's not necessarily the first thing he's looking to do, but I mean, we're talking about two straight 40 balls. I mean, it, it does sort of, to me, open up the possibility that, Hey, maybe there's another dimension here for Jared. He's still, as we know, so young, you know, is, is this something you think that could persist potentially even with the return of John, not 40, obviously, but just a, you know, more aggressive Jaron that is looking to score, you know, a little bit more um, intentionally. I, I Yes, definitely. Um, but it is part of it right now is the situation because, you know, 29 field goals attempts against the Mavericks was a career high uh, for Jaron. So, uh, and then he turned around and I believe had 24 or 25 against the Rockets last night. So obviously, um the opportunity is increasing, which definitely helps. I do think that his game is still developing. Um, I've spoke to people around Jaron that still believe that uh, very strongly and like to point out that he is still very young and that his game is still going to get better at this point. And I, and I think it kind of goes for Jaron and Bain that going through this experience, yes, could eventually be a, a positive for both of those guys. Um my thing with Jaron is I, I, it's been great over these last five or six games, and he deserves credit for that. I want to see that when he's going up against some of the better defenders in the NBA, some of the more physical players in the NBA. Like I want to see some of these performances pop up when he's playing against Giannis or he's playing against Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves. Like that's, that, to me, is kind of the next step is, okay, you can do this when you're playing against Derek Lively or Alper and Shangoon and you're going big and getting these big numbers. Um, let's, let's do it against the best competition in the league. I think that would be that, that would take this, this run that he's on and make it even more impressive to me. So um, I, I, he deserves a lot of credit for what he's done. I think this experience is going to make him better. Um, but I think there's still definitely steps to take for Jaron at this point. Hey, Drew, over under nine and a half on, you know, eventual game suspended for Draymond, who's obviously out and definitely right now for hidden use of Nurkic. What's the NBA really going to take Golden State out of the race? They are not good when he's off the floor. I think it was two and five uh, for suspensions or games he's been ejected in or games he's missed. 
Um, what do you think happens with Draymond? Significant? Um, yeah, I'm trying to do the math here to figure out nine and a half. Um, Ten. How many, how many weeks would that be? Oh, Is, yes. I think, I think it's probably – He's probably out two or three weeks. I'd probably take an over. <laughs> I'd probably take an over on nine and a half for Draymond Green. Uh, game suspended. I I have been very public. Like, Draymond Green is not uh, – look, I appreciate a good villain. Uh, I actually appreciate Dylan. I appreciate Patrick Beverly. Like, I think those guys make the game fun. Draymond, it's just – I think it might be the way that the – the, he comes across on the podcast and the media. It just it seems like he feels as if he's he's done no wrong in a lot of situations. And to hear him get up there and say he was trying to sell a call and that he doesn't sell a call by going to the floor, like that's just not true. It's just it's just a lie. Like every player falls to the ground to try to sell calls. So, you know, I I didn't necessarily agree with it. I don't think Draymond thinks he's in the wrong. Like I think I Draymond just thinks he plays on the edge. And that's what's going to, you know, if it if this goes under, it's because Draymond is just going to tell the league to shove it, that he's fine, that he doesn't need the help. And I think eventually the league might just let him get back out there. But I, I, I'm not a fan of the way that this has been handled. And it, it just can't keep happening. It's, it's tired at this point, you know. Uh, it, it seems like it's, there's something every five games with this guy um and you know he has a history of technical fouls i don't think any player gets a more lenient whistle as a result to complaining to the officials than draymond green does so he already gets a lot of leniency it's time to have some accountability and uh i i think that that it's going to end up being over Uh, but it really will just depend uh, i think on how draymond reacts to it it will drew thanks brother appreciate appreciate you man yeah, thanks, guys. See ya. Yep. He is Drew Hill, covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. We'll come back. Jeff Calkins is going to join us at 125. Into all this with him. Stick around. Jason and John out of China FM, ESPN. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.